went on digging, 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 went about, they say so 1,000 feet, I don't know, must be a big effort. But they could not find the end of that stroke. It was just going on and on and on and they didn't understand how it is so long as that and it has just exactly the size of the statue of Sri Hanumana has come. So the story is like this here about the incarnations and the different Swambhus where they say that they were created by themselves. It's mostly about Ganeshas also is like this. That let's say Bhakta who gets his realization, the one who asks for God's grace, gets his realization. In Vani also, as you have been there, I told you the story how he was cursed to die, this little boy, because Mahadeva said that I'll give you a son, but he will have to die at the age of eight years. As a result of that, they were all very much worried when he became of that age. I think it was fifteen years or something. Mahadeva was generous, I must say. And because he was so precious that he said it's better not to leave him in on this earth because he'd be tortured by people. All saints are always tortured and troubled because they think they are mad or something like that. But at that age he was reaching, everybody was so much worried. So much worried. Now they have to say that both are the seventh election. They were all so much worried about him that she could see that worry at large on their faces. Parents especially asked, what's the problem? So they told him that this is the problem, that you, that you are, your life is very short. He said, all right, above Mahadeva or above any other gods is the Adishakti. So I am going to do the bhakti of Adishakti. And he did the bhakti of Adishakti and she appeared before him. This is the story everywhere that they appeared before them. Then he said that you should stay here forever. So she formed herself into a stone structure and she stationed herself there. Like that all these swayambhus have come out. Also we have some miraculous things about Christ and His Mother that we found a statue of Mother Mary and Christ in one of the shores of Bombay city. And God as worthy, the fishermen found it in their net. Like Ramadasa when he jumped inside this, he found it in the river, in the same. So he, these people, all of them, they decided that let us take this murti and do something about it. So they all went to a priest, Christian priest. He said, first you must get converted. That was the first condition. They agreed. Simple people. 
and then I'll build a temple out of it. Now that temple is there and you'll be surprised, the statue is made in Italy. Face is all Italian, Christ is also Italian, so beautiful. And that place is, for Hindus, that's one thing great about them is that they do not have this bondage of uh, a formal or organized religion. So to them that's a temple in any case, that's Mother Mary's temple, so that's Mother's temple. Even once upon a time Europeans were that simple, I must say, because when Vaskodi Gama came to Goa, he went and saw Shantadurga's temple, went back and told his king that they are all Christians. He said, how? Because they, mother, they worship the mother. That time there was no uh, Protestant religion. So he said they worship the mother. So they are Christians and they are not Muslims. He said, all right, if they are Christians, it's all right, don't trouble them. <laughs> so this was the situation uh, in every case when people understood each other. But this so-called Hindu religion doesn't exist. It is a faith in God uh, where people believe that they <coughs> incarnated, they lived here and that they were Indians and uh, at the most, we can say that this Hindu word has come from Alexander when he crossed India. He couldn't say Sindhu or the river Indus. Even English called it Indus. English also couldn't pronounce our names properly. So they changed our names quite a lot. Like Bombay, it's not it's Mumbai. But I was surprised the Portuguese call it Mumbai. They don't call it Bombay. Very surprised. They call it Mumbai. So English changed most of the name. Uh, the way they liked it and that's why the name are different but actually uh, the people over here th thought that Hindu word has come to us from long time back and it was a mistake because Alexander only made a mistake calling Sindhu and then English calling it Indus as Hindu. So that's how they call it Hindustan. Uh, Persians who came here or the Mughals who came here, they call it Hindustan. Like that. See, but the Sthana word itself is Sanskrit. But the name of this country was Bharat, according to the Vedas. That was the name of this one. Or earlier than was called Aryavrata, means Aryans, the country of Aryans. So the names have been changing till it reached a state where was called as Hindustan and that's why uh, Shivaji also called, it, called his kingdom as Hindu Patapadashai, means uh, where the uh, Hindu is the principle of <coughs> Maharashtra. But he was a realized soul, so he respected every religion, he respected even Christians he respected very much and he respected uh, also Muslims and Muslim women, but he did not like the way Muslims were ruling us. So he fought <coughs> that. And now it has taken a shape where uh, people think that Shivaji is in their pockets and they can use him the way they like. And that's how they have started this new type of a cult, I should say, which is called as Hinduism. So in this cult, what has happened, the Brahmins have taken over and they teach people just like any other religion as you have got.
religion I was surprised that people thought that Christ uh, has allowed people to drink uh, wine and alcohol. Actually Moses strongly opposed it. And then why should he say that you can have alcohol or wine? The reason was that he went to a wedding and where he had to supply uh, some wine to people. Actually in those days there was no alcohol available at all. People never thought of alcohol started much later uh, in a way that uh, they had some sort of a, uh, I don't know what you call it in English, Usami, some sort of a rotten stuff which was thrown at his face when he asked for water when he was crucified. And that's what is alcohol. So he denied it, it's a proof of it that he denied it. It was just to insult him because he was against the alcohol, a kind of a rotten, uh, Huh? Not vinegar, it was a rotten, uh, rotten fruit juice, must be alcohol, it's a very rotten fruit juice, they threw, threw at him. But the first thing is that one must know that he converted water into wine, means in Marathi language is called as Draksharas, means I, I have read in uh, Bible in Marathi language which is, which is, was translated originally from Hebrew not through English and then French and then Marathi, but directly it was translated by a very well-known uh, literate lady called as very enlightened one, Ms. Ramabai. And she translated it and she has given the right things to everything. Like uh, uh, we do not say John, we say Johan, Marathi. So many words are like that, which are exactly the same found in the Hebrew Bible. So now this one was that she says, that it was Drakshadas. And actually the thing is that at that time everybody was drinking these Drakshadas, meaning the grape juice. And there was less grape juice, so he converted water into grape juice. It's very easy, I can do it also, I have done it already. So he did it. And that grape juice was taken by people. But to make it a funny stuff, they say that it was alcohol. Now you must know the alcohol only can be created only if it is made to rot and rot and rot for days together. Otherwise you cannot make an alcohol. It's a simple fact. So how could you have made alcohol in one second? Yeah. But nobody wants to listen to this argument. They think no, alcohol was given by Christ to everyone to drink and get drunk and die. I create pops. So as, see, everybody has used their great faiths and great incarnations for their own convenience, for their own weaknesses. In the same way, it's in Hindu religion also has happened. And people are very much exploited. Even if there's a lady gets into a position, she starts saying, I am a goddess. When a maid servant, imagine becoming a goddess, I mean, after all, a certain 
strength needed for a goddess, isn't it? The one who is just washing utensils morning to evening, how can she become a goddess? But people do believe that she is a goddess because she says so. And people are so simple and so uh, dedicated that they believe. Now yesterday I was really touched the way they were sitting for all this time, for about two hours this time. I don't think it's possible in any of your Western countries that I go after two hours and people are still sitting, not complaining, just waiting to hear me. That's not possible. We are so bound by time in the West that if you are late even by five minutes, they think they have a right to throw all the tea on your face. I mean, to them, time is so important. For us, it doesn't exist. If you have to go with the time, we cannot do Sahaja Yoga. Sahaja Yoga works spontaneously as a living process at the time it wants to work. And when I told them that I had to come late because the time had to come for your realization, they are very much reconciled to it, they understand this. So to, for them, it's very easy to understand that if mother is late, she has to be late. We cannot dominate her and we cannot ask her. But this kind of surrendering is only possible <coughs> when you have that kind of a background where for God everything has to be surrendered. <coughs> all your ideas, all your punctualities, all your compulsions. And thus, you see, the surrendering becomes very easy. Like I went to a place for little massaging and resting in Koyutu and when I was coming I said I would like to give some present to this hospital. So the lady was massaging me, she said, no, no, not to the hospital because they will all take it home, you see, they will steal it. I said, then where should I give? She said, give it to the temple. I said, give it to the temple, they will take it from there. No, no, they are afraid of God, they will not take it from the temple. So, <laughs> something so great, you know. <laughs> Uh, in a place like Poitou where people are so materialistic that no, God's temple is God's temple. You cannot steal things from there because it will have punishment, which is true also. But <laughs> but to believe in it and to think that way is in vain. So this is the beauty of uh, uh, of an India. It's so innocent and simple and as I have told you, the Britishers ruled us and now these horrible uh, so-called politicians are going to rule us and have been ruling us. The whole system is so wretched. I don't know how we are going to change it and listen until we jump into politics. So I cannot see any silver lining because they have no sense of uh, humanity, no sense of humanity, no sensitivity left to that. Like uh, I would say as in the West I find because they listen to this pop music, their limbic area is become so dull that they cannot like any music which is soft in the same way. In India, these politicians have become so dumbfounded that they are not at all sensitive to humanity or to human suffering. So on the contrary, they use it for their own purpose. So this is a very big problem of this country, the poverty part. But Sahaja Yoga can solve the problem very well and slowly. But I think it is inevitable that we have to think of joining this wretched politics so far to put it right. As we have improved the people who have been so much negative, I'm sure 
this will also help us in this country and all over. Everywhere this is the case, not only in India, it's a different style, but everywhere this is the case is that uh, they all take you for a ride. Now today I'm telling you this because Ramadasa was the guru of Shivaji. And he was the man who was very detached, he was Hanuman himself. And once he came to Shivaji's place and Shivaji was so fed up with his people and with the whole administration and the way things were, he had made a cheat saying that, Oh my Guru, I give you all my property, all my lands, all my kingdom, everything at your feet and you better look after it. And he <laughs> put that cheat in the, uh, you have that churi, you see, the cloth sort of a thing. So he <coughs> stood in the door and read it and he said, what? You couldn't be everything. He said, I'm a sannyasi and I don't know administration. But you can do everything uh, the same way as you are between, but be detached about it. And to show that you are detached, you must build a, a waste under, under dhoti stuff, we call it, in a triangular manner it is made. You see that thing with the uh, saffron color showing that you are detached and you are sentenced. That's how this flag came to be. So the entry of the politics has been in this country, uh, entry into politics by uh, Sakshatkari people or by incarnation has been there. Most of the incarnations have been kings, like uh, we have got Buddha, Mahavira was a prince, both were prince, then we have got Rama who was a king, then we have got Sri Krishna became a king. So the Aishwarya, the king, Ness has to be there, has to be a royal family, has to be, incarnation should be from a royal family. In India it is, that is the concept. But for Christ we can say that he took birth in a very humble, simple way because he was Sri Ganesha. And Sri Ganesha was born in the same manner as Christ was born. So his style was very different because he was Sri Ganesha, he was holiness, he was auspiciousness, but he was Chaitanya. And Chaitanya can be born anywhere. But an incarnation uh, who is otherwise in the Madhyamar, in the central park, has to be uh, on the Mahalakshmi line, has to be. But he is not in the Madhyamar. He is Sri uh, Ganesha born at Akachat. So he need not have been, but he lived like a king, he is king of kings. So that sort of thing he was. Above every other king, he was the king of kings. So that's how we have the people who have been doing something for the country, for their uh, own generation, talking about it. In the same way we had very great saints also, from Confucius, and also you have seen Moses, Abraham, how they tried to remove poverty and the slavery from people and to bring them to uh, a free country. They worked very hard. So a Sajogi is not uh, a person who is just uh, sort of lives without any connection with the society, with the politics, with 
with all that is happening. He has to be seeing all those things that are happening. He must read newspaper, if not in the morning, in the evening time. Yes, he must know what's happening. He must put his attention to all these things. Only putting attention to things, it works out. I have done that all the time. Even Hitler lost his uh, success because of that attention. So one has to know that you have an attention that can work, that can really uh, create what you want, but you must keep your attention alert, not only limited to yourself, not only up to, say, India too, or we can say to bhajans, but must go beyond and put your attention everywhere, what's happening. Suppose you go to any other country, try to find out what's happening in this country, in that country, what's happening. Because now you are international people and you have to bother about everything that's happening in this world because we have to change everything, we have to transform everything. It's a hazardous task, but I've done the biggest job is to uh, create the rules for you that you have been, you have become the, now the sprouted people or we can say the elevated people, the special selected people. And now you cannot live like other ordinary stupid people. You have to be alert, you have to understand your responsibility. And every surgery in this group, in this tool has to take a vow that I have to be responsible for surgery. Something is also with marriages I have seen, that people once they get married they get lost. Something so stupid it is, very, very stupid. You are specially selected people and you have to work for self-regard and you have to work for what you have got. And those who do not take the responsibility of Sahaja Yoga are really lacking in self-respect and understanding of self You all have to work wholeheartedly for self and be happy about it that you have a chance, that you are fortunate enough, that you have a chance to do so much, that you have powers to do it. If the, as Christ has said, you do not light a lamp under a table, in the same way I didn't light you under a table, God should mature, grow up, see for yourself what you can do for any place, what improvements you can make, how far you can go, take the responsibility. Yesterday I was surprised. Man came up to ask me a question. What should we do to spread sir? Please give us ways and methods by which we can approach that. He's very surprised. Of course I am going to give them a big agenda for that, no doubt. I have so many ideas in my head. But uh, you have to also think about what you can do in your own country, how to develop sir, your right people and how to put your attention to different problems that are in and to solve the problems. Because as I am a desireless person, <coughs> you have to desire for something that you want and genuinely desire for <coughs> the genuine good of the people, for the heat of the people and not for your personal So you have to get out of your personal idea, your personal views and your personal chakras, this is wrong with my chakra, that is wrong with another chakra. Doesn't matter. Once you make this body run for Sahaja Yoga, everything gets on. What's the use of curing or helping somebody's chakra when it's no good for Sahaja Yoga? Divine doesn't have such useless people. Divine has common sense. So this is what is very important for all of us to 
take the responsibility of Sahaja Yoga in your own country and to pay attention to all countries wherever there is a problem. Uh, I mean, I am doing this very much and you can see that those people who boast so much uh, and who are so dishonest and who are trying to be very dominating suddenly go down like media mean. Then you've got this war boss, so many people. But you also should pay attention. I read about eight newspapers every day and I see to it that I pay attention to all the proper places where it is needed. I wish I could be just like without any problems before me. But my incarnation is so many-folded that I have not only to give a realization but also to give a responsibility that you have to do the job of transforming this world into a new world. And they asked me a question, Mother, do you think uh, this will work out that the golden age is coming? I said, I'm sure. In my lifetime it has to go. First of all, one has to know that it is our responsibility. As soon as you do that, all your badhas, all your problems will go. So take out your attention from yourself right? and don't put it on other sadhyogis, but put it on the wider, so what we can do. Secondly, also I have seen many people who are kind to non-sadhyogis and unkind uh, uh, to sadhyogis. It's something surprising. These are your brothers and sisters and others have no relationship. This must be understood. <coughs> Regarding certain problems like some funny people enter into Sahaja Yoga, prosper, become leaders and thrown out because they cannot give up their funny ideas, they are very uh, <coughs> limited and very small-minded uh, attention. They cannot get out. So don't worry about such people. Thank God they have gone out because they would have kept you in a little uh, pot and you would have been melting in that pot. So this is best is not to worry about such people, thank God they are out so that one more stupid bondage has gone. So don't think about those people who have gone wrong. But you should <coughs> only take it as a kind of a warning that you should not become one of them. 